Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Radio Nation, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Page One. It is Friday night, November 19th. We're already halfway past the point of November. I know we say this every week that we meet with you, but this year has definitely gone by so fast. And we're thankful, as always, that you join us here on Friday nights uh, when we are here at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central Time. Um, I will do my best, and as you know, and as you can probably hear, that Mary is off this week. Uh, I know we were both off last week, uh, didn't do a show. I kind of feel like since she's not here, I need to, like, every time she's not here, like, just play the theme here. Well, she sneaks around the world from Vienna to Carolina. Sticky finger touch up from Berlin down to Belize. Take you for a ride on a snowball to China. Tell me where in the world is Mary on page one. Nothing. So, yeah. Uh, we don't know. So she's off this week, and hopefully she is enjoying her time off. And I know that we will be with you next Friday night, the night after Thanksgiving. Um, Thursday, hopefully all of you will enjoy whatever you're going to enjoy, whether it is turkey, whether it is ham, whether it is something, um, and just a day of thanks. It's not just a day of rest. I always say it's a day of thanks. And, and I know it sounds hokey, but I'm thankful uh me, especially when it comes to the show, is that I have a wonderful friend and Mary who does this with me on Friday nights. I'm thankful for you guys who listen, uh, for all of you who um, tweet, retweet, like uh, things on Twitter. Uh, we're going to get a little bit better with Instagram. Uh, like I said, I've been sick the last few weeks. And um, just to kind of give you an idea of what's coming up in this little uh, world and space of ours, of course, tonight, page one. And then looking at the calendar, uh, next week, of course, we'll be with you on page one next Friday night again at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Thursday on Thanksgiving Day, um, on Twitter, if you pay close attention this upcoming Thursday, uh, I will do a throwback Thursday on Twitter. And what this throwback Thursday is the shows that I'm thankful for um, for a lot of the guests that came on this year, uh, especially with the 411 Lounge. And every hour, or almost every other hour, you will get retweets of shows that we did this past year. And 
It's your opportunity if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, to listen to it hopefully for the first time, maybe on Thanksgiving instead of football, or if you're just lounging around, maybe you can click on and listen to our shows. And if you can't get it through the Blog Talk Radio website, you can always find us on Apple or on iHeartRadio under the podcast banners. All you have to do is just type in 401 Lounge. It will take you to all of our shows, uh, which will pop up on there. And we have a lot of great guests this year, and I'm thankful for all of them. Hopefully you will see them again next year. Um, And also on the calendar, on uh, Sunday night, November 28th, uh, we will have a 411 Lounge uh, Thanksgiving weekend. and my guest will be adult star Kate D, who to me is very funny um, and also uh, with it as far as social media. Uh, she has a ton of followers on TikTok uh, as well as on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, we'll have a chance to sit down and talk with her. It, Kate D is one of those unsung heroes of adult entertainment where, you know, she may not be on the list of people who get AVN awards every year or other awards, but she deserves them. And watching a Kate D scene is uh, awesome. And we'll talk more about that on Sunday night. We even get a chance to do something that I like doing now with the guests, which is kind of like a lightning round <laughs> of questions. Uh, something that uh, we just kind of really started doing, which is a lot of fun, and hopefully they enjoy it too. Uh, I know, you know, we did that the uh, last time uh, with Kylie Thorne, and uh, we'll be doing this with Kate D. So um, catch that on Sunday night, November 28th, 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, We will be posting the link to the show. Actually, uh, we just sent out another notice on Twitter, where I'm at at News Comet BTR. And you can catch that there. Or if you're listening to us here, the link's already here. You know where it's at, and you know the home for everything exclusive, page one or 411 Lounge. So with that, I at least get that out of the way. This is kind of going to be like an abbreviated show once again, because I know that none of you want to hear me go on for about an hour. I don't know if I can go on for an hour. I'm still kind of recovering here with my voice even a month later. Pneumonia, really, if you've ever got it, you know the deal, uh, probably what I've been going through uh, at times. When I think that everything is going well, it is just one particular cough that still is a little bit of an issue. Um, And I hope it does not uh, influence the quality of the program. Uh, That's why I want to come back as soon as possible. Uh, even with cough, because we're all family, and we know that occasionally that will happen. It's not perfect. The show never is claimed to be perfect. Uh, We love our errors and fobbles and whatever you want to call it. Uh, But tonight we'll kind of condense everything that we normally do. We'll have our retro moment of the week, which uh, takes a look at an anniversary in American history, uh, a dark day in American history. And we'll take a look at that coming up probably in about seven or eight minutes. And then, of course, we will take a live look at what's trending. Uh, And coming up in just a few short minutes, we will also have the almanac uh, for this week and uh, a couple of stories here and there in between. I know normally on shows like this, I usually would just do a news update of things that are going on. Of course, today, one of the main stories uh, was with the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial and the announcement that he was not going to be charged 
uh, with anything uh, specifically uh, acquitted on all charges. Um, I'm not going to really get into it too much. I think if you've listened to this show, uh, you know uh, where I would probably stand on it. I would just say this. Um, when things like this occur, uh, there, and first of all, I'm not surprised. Um, I could see throughout the trial where it was headed, and the writing was pretty much on the wall. Um, things like this, I hope, and this is what I'm going to say to those uh, who are younger and look to the criminal justice system to do what's right. Um, I would hope for those of you who today were disappointed with how things went, I hope it does not deter you from becoming an active participant in the processes that help to make up uh, the overall workings of how things go. Meaning that I hope that when you become of age in which you can make a difference, that you continue to do what is right, that you continue to, if you want to be involved and make a change, vote. I know a lot of people don't believe in it, but voting is what is going to change particular things. Voting changes judicial seating. Voting changes what happens in city hall. It changes what happens in the state house. It changes what happens everywhere. And when you put people in who can get the people there who will do what the people know what's right and what you want them to do, and you do your research, things will happen the way you want to more often than it does, if you can get what I'm saying. And for those who feel that today worked, I hope and I pray what happened to the victim and victims of this case never happens to your family. And there's still a lot of questions that I have. Uh, what happens has happened. The jury has rendered its verdict, but the battle for fairness in the judicial system goes on because it sure as hell doesn't seem very equal. And tonight there are a lot of people who are asking questions about how some things can happen and how some of the same things can happen with different outcomes. And I hope throughout the argument from both sides on this, that you go into the clear mind of why there are people who are upset besides just saying it was right, it was right all along, that's how it should have went, and 
I don't want to hear anything else. When there are cases that are the same, situations that were the same, but courts of law saw different. And when that happens, and when there is no consistency, and when there seems to be favoritism, that is where the discord happens. That is where the confusion happens. Because if one case and another case come in, and it runs along the same lines, but one person gets a slap on the wrist, and the other person gets the book thrown at him. Even the most cynical of people would have to admit that there is no equal justice. I read today online about a call for justice for young Crystal uh, Kaiser of Kenosha. She was 17, and she shot and killed her pedophile sex trafficker to escape. She was wrongfully denied access to a self-defense lawyer, and her case is on appeal. I don't know what the difference would be, but I know that some type of justice has to happen. If you are one of the people who applauded the result of today, I would hope that if something ever did happen that was of the same type of case but involving someone else that did not believe in your beliefs, who did not look like you, and if they were found not guilty, that you have no argument. Because if you do, I'd love to know what the argument is, especially if this particular case possibly the same. Well, that's all I'm going to say on that. And as people will always know, that those who fight for justice and equality won't stay silent. They will continue on with their fight, and they will try to seek equality for all. And hopefully it is through the ballot box and a lot louder voices that will come along and people who will make those changes and be good for that change. It's the hope for the future. But going on, uh, tonight, like we said, kind of an abbreviated show, the Almanac, which is always a lot of fun, which we like to talk about. As I said, today is November 19th. Today is National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. It is also National Play Monopoly Day. I know if Mary was here, she would probably tell you she hates it because Monopoly takes too long. I love it. I could actually sit down and play it and wouldn't mind playing a good two, three, four-hour game if you put everything kind of in a time if, you know, you don't want to go long. Uh, it is also Substitute Educator Day. Tomorrow is National Peanut Butter Fudge Day, National Absurdity Day, National Child's Day, and National Adoption Day. And then on Monday, it is National Gingerbread Cookie Day, National Stuffing Day, which I love stuffing or dressing, National Red Mitten Day, Tuesday is National Cranberry Relish Day, uh, Wednesday, National Cashew Day, National Eat a Cranberry Day, National Espresso Day, and then on 
uh, as I said on, uh, sorry, Saturday is the National Peanut Butter Fudge Day, Absurdity Day. Uh, and then Sunday was the Gingerbread Cookie Day, Stuffing and Red Mitten. Monday, Cranberry Relish, Tuesday, the other days. And then on Wednesday, National Sardines Day, High One On Day, which is the day before Thanksgiving, and then National Jukebox Day. And then on next Thursday, of course, it is National Play Day with Dad, National Parfait Day, Blase Day, Shopping Reminder Day. Uh, National Day of Morning is always the fourth Thursday in November, and we'll get to that because it has to do with our retro moment of the week. Um, Turkey-free Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. And it is, um, (laughs) I would have to say, uh, before I forget, if those of you are going out for Thanksgiving the night before, which I know a lot of you will, and some of you will go out and you drink, please be careful. Please don't drink and drive. And for those of you in groups, please don't go off by yourself. There's been far too many stories lately of people who have disappeared from the group. And one particular story that has happened here, tragically, of someone uh, getting apart from the group, stating that they'll try and find their way home, and they never make their way home. Uh, I can't remember the young gentleman's name, but recently here in the city of Chicago, uh, we had a situation where a gentleman left the bar and was found in the lake uh, the following day. And it's so important that when you're going out, uh, especially as a group, to stick together as a group uh, and to not let anyone go uh, away from the pack. Come in as a pack, you leave as a pack. Um, I can't stress that enough. So just be careful this holiday season. This, I know this is the start of the next few weeks of holiday seasons, and we want you here listening to us on Friday nights and then going out and enjoying what you got to do. <laughs> but uh, as we said, we're thankful for you all. Um, also on the show tonight, um, like I said, coming up, Retro Moment of the Week. I know we're running a little late, which is actually good. And we'll take a live look at what's trending. One of the interesting stories uh, that I saw in the paper this week, if you are not saying <laughs> the paper now, I sound old. Um, for those of you in Portugal, it's now illegal for bosses to call text employees after work. Their new work-life balance policy is part of a legislation that regulates working from home. Um, you know, if you ever had a persistent boss who won't stop messaging you once you've left work or logged off, in Portugal, it's now illegal. Uh, the country recently introduced a law that bans those employees from contacting workers outside of regular hours by phone, message, or email. The employer must respect the privacy of the worker, including periods of rest and family time, new law stipulates. Any violation, it continues, constitutes a serious offense and could result in a fine. A similar rule gave French workers the right to ignore after-hours business emails in 2017. Now, Portugal's new policy is part of a legislation that regulates working from home. Employees now have the right to opt out of remote work should they so wish. But they can also request the arrangement if it's compatible with their job. The measure also stipulates that employers are responsible for providing the workers with the appropriate tools to do their jobs remotely. They should reimburse workers for any additional expenses, including any increase in bills such as electricity and gas that might incur while working from home. The law was passed by the Portuguese parliament last Friday and came into effect the following day. 
I, I mean, it's nothing short of what we kind of do here. I know there are still some jobs that require you to be available, and there are some people who still do that. And um, I like it. I actually think that that is long overdue. I know it's not going to happen in every country. Um, you have to have time to breathe, as they say. Um, it is imperative, I think, that a worker is relaxed enough as to where they shouldn't have to worry about work after their official time is over. So I'm all for it. I'm glad uh, that that has happened. So that's what's going on in Portugal. Um, Another interesting story uh, that I read was that, you know, for weeks we talked about, if you've listened to as part of the summer, uh, as the flights across America have stopped alcohol, um, comes word that United Airlines is bringing back in-flight hard liquor sales. (laughs) I don't know if that's still a good thing to do, but booze is backed by popular demand on many United Airlines flights. The company resumed selling hard liquor this past Monday, saying in a statement that the decision was made in response to the feedback they received from both customers and flight attendants. The miniature bottles of spirits will be sold in economy class via contactless payment on flights over 300 miles long across routes in the U.S., Canada, and Latin America. Uh, amid a historic uptick in recorded incidents involving unruly and disruptive passengers, some airlines, such as Southwest and American, decided this year to ban alcohol entirely until at least 2022. Uh, United, which had stopped selling alcohol during the pandemic, announced in November of 2020 that the airline would bring back that sale of beer, wine, and seltzers. And earlier this month, the Federal Aviation Administration announced that it referred 37 of the most serious cases of unruly airline passengers to the FBI for criminal case review. The FAA has seen an unprecedented number of unruly passenger reports in 2021. As of November 9th, there had already been 5,114, with 3,700 of them being mask-related. You know, at this point, you know the deal. You know the game. I don't know what the surprise is. But that's another commentary for itself in another day. But I say that if you want to act a fool when you go into a flight, they have every reason to pretty much ban you from traveling. Uh, Not just that airline, but probably overall for a while. Uh, I think that the penalty should be at least one year not traveling by flight overall, and then after that one year, it is up to the airline that the incident occurred on, and if they want to ban you for life, then so be it, but the other ones can release that hold. Just a thought. Um, One of the things, uh, retro moment of the week, and then uh, we will end things here tonight with what's trending. Uh, But the retro moment of the week is from a dark moment in American history. Uh, November 22nd, this upcoming Monday, marks the anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy in Dallas. And one of the things that on that day, of course, we remember when Walter Cronkite uh, made the announcement that the president died in Dallas. And we remember the scene in Dallas as the plane left. Everything from that day. Uh, the trademark where the speech that he was to make never occurred uh, of the plane coming back to Washington and of the new president, Lyndon Johnson, speaking with her. 
<coughs> speaking with everybody, pardon me. But one of the most endearing things that I think uh, happened and one of the most uh, hard-hitting truths, which was delivered in the <laughs> way of David Brinkley, uh, at the end of a long day, uh, they had gone back to David Brinkley to get his observations on the whole day. And David Brinkley is um, hes one of the people that I admire. Uh, not just for uh, the Huntley Brinkley report and his later work with ABC, but he had a way of delivering it as to where it wasn't flowery. It was pretty much the cold hard truth of a person who had an opinion. And his commentary on that day, um, not unlike a commentary that you would probably think or a maudlin or um, in a depressing tone, but just that of shock and a shock of how quickly things had gone. And it, in an era of where television, where a lot of people say television grew up only because of the around the clock coverage, because you have to remember uh, television really came into play, not just the fifties, but really on that day in November, television news really came of age because there was an American event that was huge that for the first time was being watched in real time. When President Roosevelt passed away in April of 1945, radio was what guided Americans through that. Television really wasn't around, and there was no networks and anchors who were anchoring things where you could see it, you could hear it. And at this point in time of the assassination of a president in 1963, you could see it in real time. And our retro moment of the week uh, is David Brinkley's commentary of that night as NBC was wrapping up its broadcast day. Here it is. We're about to wind this up for tonight because about all that could happen on one day has. For some final reflection on one of the more horrible days in American history, you find there is a great deal that could be said about the political and other changes we can look forward to now, but I think it would be bad taste to go into that now, and I won't. It has all been shocking, but perhaps one element in the shock was the speed. By the Washington clock, at a little after 1 o'clock this afternoon, President Kennedy was about as alive as any human being ever gets. Young, strong, vigorous, looking forward to, no doubt, five more years, he hoped, of leadership in this country and of the Western world. His wife, young, beautiful, looking very happy, was beside him and seeming to be having a wonderful time and leaning across the back seat of the car to say to him, you can't say Dallas hasn't been friendly to you. That was a little after one o'clock. Five hours later, at six o'clock, Mr. Kennedy had been murdered. Lyndon Johnson was president of the United States. Mrs. Kennedy was a widow, a brave and composed one that nobody could fail to admire. All of them were back in Washington, returning in the same airplane that took them to Texas to an incredible tragedy. And the sheer speed of it was just too fast for the census. Roosevelt, dead of a stroke, came back here from Warm Springs, Georgia, in a train, the sides of it draped in black crepe. 
It steamed majestically across the southern landscape toward Washington, taking a little time about it and giving everybody a time to think a bit about what had happened. But not today. There is seldom any time to think anymore, and today there was none. In about four hours, we had gone from President Kennedy in Dallas alive to back in Washington dead and a new president in his place. There is no more news here tonight and really no more to say except that what has happened today has been just too much, too ugly, and too fast. Frank? Thank you, Dave. And that's the retro moment of the week. David Brinkley and his commentary on that fateful day in Dallas. November 22nd, 1963. Before we leave tonight, we want to take a real quick look at what was trending. Uh, If you were watching basketball uh, before this, uh, the Lakers are trending, not in a good way. They fell to 8-9 on the year after a 130-108 loss to the Boston Celtics. LeBron James, who's also trending, finished with 23 points and 6 rebounds. SmackDown's also trending tonight, as is AEW Rampage. Kyle Rittenhouse is trending. Uh, X-Tina is trending because Britney Spears shared a clip on Instagram of fellow singer Christina Aguilera walking away from a question about Spears' newfound freedom. In the caption writing, refusing to speak when you know the truth is equivalent to a lie. I'm sure there will be more on that uh, in the next few days. Um, Also trending tonight is... Uh, King Richard, as today is the day of the King Richard movie as it hits theaters and on HBO Max, starring Will Smith. Um, Also trending tonight, uh, Representative Jerry Nadler, who is chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, uh, who said that today's acquittal is, quote, a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies federal review by the Department of Justice. Um, Also trending tonight uh, Duke forward A.J. Griffin, who dropped 18 points off the bench as the Duke Blue Devils defeated the Lafayette Leopards, 88-55. to Into the third, always trending. And then also trending tonight is uh, a few of the WWE uh, wrestlers. And uh, Jalen Duran is also treating, uh, trending as uh, Jason McIntyre has dropped his top 50 players in college basketball. So a lot of things going on sports-related, news-related, but we hope that overall, um, as you start into first part, as always, say your holiday weekend, because it's going into, like, shopping pretty much at this point, and I know a lot of you will be out tomorrow and over the next few days. So my advice to you and my hope for you is that you carry a lot of patience in terms of what you do tomorrow and over the next few days, because it will be needed. It always happens this time of year. Continue to keep that patience. We don't want to hear any stories of any mass things happening or fights or uh, looting or anything of that nature. We just want to get through the rest of the year, and I think everybody is tired. Everybody is, I wouldn't say scared, but everybody is unsure, uh, and that leads to a lot of anxiety. And as a matter of fact, if you do have time over these next couple of weekends, call a friend. See how they're doing. Say hi. Because you never know just how someone is doing. I think we've mentioned that here over the course of this show. That's one of the things I love about this show because I know Mary would agree with me is that 
uh, hopefully we are here as a public service as well and in some ways uh, give you some things that may help and we want to make sure that everybody's good. So my thanks to all of you for listening in to me tonight on this abbreviated edition of page one. Um, We'll be back here with you again next Friday night, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time, nine o'clock central for page one on blog talk radio. And also don't forget, follow me on Twitter at news BTR. And also don't forget our upcoming 411 lounge show on the 28th of November. That's a Sunday night with Kate D follow her in the meantime. Uh, she's got a ton of pages, only fans, Twitter, Instagram, follow her, support her and listen to her on that Sunday night. Until then, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you the night afterward. Um, We'll all sit around and have some extra wine left over, and we will hopefully entertain you then. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.